Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg ad-free and right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This is the Ion Travel Podcast with CBS News Travel Editor Peter Greenberg. Hi, everybody. Peter Greenberg here, and welcome to another edition of the Ion Travel Podcast. This week, I'm joined by Stephen Schur, the CEO of Hertz, to discuss the revolution in electric vehicles and their impact on the rental car market, as well as what you're going to be driving. And then, in the wake of the Titan submarine disaster, Arnie Weissman, he's the editor-in-chief of Travel Weekly, tells his all-too-close-call story of his experience on that sub and what the tragedy means for the future of high-end, extreme tourism. First up, Stephen Schur. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas, and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? 
In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Stephen, welcome. Peter, great to be with you again. You know, the last time we talked, you know, we were doing a sort of a recap about how you guys recovered, if you will, from the pandemic, you know, how you were able to, to deal with, with uh, you know, supply and demand in terms of your fleet, in terms of how you were trying to reposition yourselves around the country and around the world. And then, of course, the brave new world of, of technology, how you were trying to, like, move in the, in the fastest, most efficient way towards the EV the, the, the electric vehicle. And uh, since the last time we talked, how about this? Was, I mean, this is a big deal for you guys, the Tesla, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a very big deal. And I would tell you, Peter, that on the electric vehicle side, you know, there's been even more exciting news in the context of offering out our customers even greater choice as time moves on. So obviously we have been, as you say, a very big buyer of uh, Tesla automobiles, which have been enormously popular with people. Um, we have Polestars, uh, which is a, uh, um, a Volvo-like car. Uh, and equally, several months back, we signed an agreement that over the next five years, we would buy 175,000 electric vehicles from General Motors of all uh, model types. And so, you know, our ambition here is, is to offer electric vehicles to our customers, but to do it in the way in which we've been doing it for many years, which is to give choice uh, to people uh, across different models, different sizes, different price points. And and Hertz is playing a meaningful role in the adoption of the electric vehicle. I mean, we are, in many respects, the introduction that people have to the electric vehicle. And, and if you just think about it, Peter, this is the first time in a generation that people will experience a fundamentally different automobile. This is not just the next model year. This is a whole new car. And the opportunity to experience that, experiment that, test drive that in a Hertz electric vehicle is very real. And the opportunity is now all across the country. And I would tell you uh, all around the world as we are renting electric vehicles all across Europe and likewise in Australia and New Zealand. And so it's a very exciting time. And this has all been part of the recovery, if you will, out of COVID and to meet, as you know and experience all the time, you know, the increasing and sustained demand level among among our customers uh, to travel. You know, you mentioned uh, the EV, of course, but I've got to ask the obvious question, charging stations. It's one thing for me to rent a car from you or anybody else that's an electric vehicle, but if I want to do a, you know, a long family trip, I'm, I have to know where I can pull over, right? That's true. And look, like every sort of change and shift in technology and the advancement of a new technology, there's a period of transition. And we are not at all ignoring the anxiety that some of our customers have. And we are looking to do everything we can to sort of, uh, you know, offset that anxiety and give people a predictable and comfortable trip. And, and we're doing a lot around that. You know, we have e- website uh, sort of entries and emails and detailed material that introduce a person, not just to how to drive the car, but how and where to charge the car. We actually introduced this summer EV ambassadors, uh, which are people that kind of roam airports uh, where our customers are getting into electric vehicles. They are at the 12 major airports in the U.S., and they are there for no other reason than to greet a customer and make sure they're comfortable getting into an electric vehicle. And we are partnering with 
BP, and we are working with a variety of third-party uh, charging networks to make sure that any Hertz customer that's in an electric vehicle will have easy access to as many different networks and need not choose and pick among them. And, you know, we're going to work to make that process easier. But this is a learning curve. There's no question about it. And we are in the adoption stage of a new technology. And Hertz wants to work, you know, with our customers to make it as easy and as enjoyable as it can be. All right. So I got to ask you another silly question, Stephen. I know you're going to laugh when I ask this, but I know if I run a regular gasoline car from you guys, I have the option to either pre-purchase the gas or I could, if I bring it back empty, you'll refill it at, at you know, let's face it, a very high rate. Uh, so obviously the incentive there is for me to bring it back full. What happens with the EV? If I bring it back with no charge left, what happens to me? Well, not a silly question at all. So, you know, as part of our effort to um, offset the anxiety uh, around charging, uh, we are offering a prepaid option around charging. It's quite affordable, and uh, it will leave any one of our customers who wants to partake in it, you know, without any worry about the level at which they return the car. Obviously, it needs to have a charge to it. Otherwise, they're not going to make it back to the airport. But they need not, you know, top it off, so to speak. I'm not quite sure what the new lingo will be for electric. But in any event, we have a prepaid option, very affordable. People are taking it up. Uh, and it's all in an effort to sort of, you know, uh, again, mitigate and offset any anxiety people have uh, around charging. And I will tell you that, you know, the if you look at, across uh, rentals at Hertz, um, more than 50% of them are driven a distance that would not require a single charge. And so while I understand and totally appreciate the anxiety that's there, it's probably a little overstated. And I think for those that want to take long family trips in an electric vehicle, you know, our folks are more than happy to sort of spend time and help them map out exactly how you do that and where charging stations can be found. You know, it's interesting you talk and we talk all the time about travel demand not lessening at all. Uh, we're seeing it in spite of inflation. We're seeing it in spite of the highest airfares in recent history. Hotel rates are soaring. Demand is not dropping at all. As you know, airplanes are all full. Hotels are operating at about 90% occupancies. And yet, we're starting to see a, a couple of holes in the dike, which go back to people getting back in their cars. Uh, when asked to, to, to talk about their next trip, a growing number of Americans are saying, they're going to be going within 200 miles of their home to visit friends and relatives, and they're going by car. So that speaks to exactly what you're talking about. It's very true. And, you know, our business is uh, is exhibiting this same sort of dynamics of uh, a high level of travel that you're seeing across the airlines and hotels. And, in fact, as certain airfares become ever more expensive, we're seeing people turn to a more affordable option of driving and for many of them, you know, they want to experience a different car than the one they own. Perhaps they don't want to put mileage on their car or the wear on their car. And so they're getting in a Hertz rental car and they're going about their sort of vacation and their business uh, in, a, in a Hertz rental car. And we are continuing to see very elevated levels of utilization. I would tell you that's not just in the United States. It's equally in Europe. I mean, all of, you know, the reports about, Airlines being full, uh, not just within the United States, but on the transatlantic routes, we're seeing that. They are depositing, you know, Americans across 
France and Spain and Italy and Greece and all across Europe, and they're getting in Hertz rental cars. And so our European business, and I was in France not two weeks ago, uh, is really on fire. And the opportunity is very real. And, and equally, I should say, European travelers are obviously coming to the United States in very high levels. And these folks are coming in to all sorts of destinations across the United States. And they are big one-way renters. You know, they will fly into Boston and exit the car in Washington. Obviously, Hertz has the ability to facilitate that kind of one-way rental. And then I will say away from Europe, we're seeing a growing number of inbound travelers return post-COVID from Asia, particularly travelers from Japan and Korea, who are now coming to locations like Hawaii and the Western United States, you know, all growing back, perhaps the last phase of recovery back post-COVID in terms of international travel that's happening. You know, I'm going to share with you a funny story because when you talked about getting the deal with Tesla and then with Polestar and then with General Motors cars, I go back to the days way before your, your, uh, your tenure at, at Hertz where the Ford Motor Company used to claim, in fact, it was in every one of their ads, that the most popular car in America was the Ford Taurus. And I couldn't understand it because nobody I knew would drive a Taurus. Then I found out what it was. It was the fleet sales to you guys. <laughs> you were got you guys well, were buying all the Tauruses, and Ford said, "Well, it's the most popular car in America because we sold more of them to Hertz." And uh, so at least that, that, it's it's funny, right? isn't it? It, it? Well, that is part of the history for sure. But I think that you know the the days have really changed here now. I mean, it, it used to be, as you say, that when a rental car company like Hertz was owned by Ford, you know, the rental car company often became kind of the, the, the place where the auto manufacturer would put unwanted models. And so, you know, what was being offered to the customer on the rental car side was not exactly on the edge of what consumer demand was. That's really changed now. I mean, if you look at what we have on offer, obviously we have a very big, you know, a uh, combustion engine fleet across more models than you could count. But equally now with the introduction of electric vehicles, we are a very accessible and affordable place for somebody to take up with an electric vehicle. And, and that's really, we're running the business now less for who is supplying us the car and more for who is using the car. And so the customer is right in our sites and offering that customer choice again, across a range of vehicles, both EV and, and so-called ICE vehicles, it, it's a great opportunity for people. And it remains, even at elevated prices, as cars still remain dear, it's a very affordable proposition. Okay, so the one thing I know that I can take away from this conversation, Stephen, is it's impossible for me now to go to any Hertz location and rent a Taurus. <laughs> I think, I think we've now run out of our last Taurus. I probably <laughs> could find one if you really twisted my arm. That, 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 that is not going to happen. Much, that is not going to happen. In a much edgy, we'll get you in a much edgier automobile, I promise. Now, shifting gears, no pun intended, are you still in the used car business? We are. I mean, Hertz as a company, you know, buys and sells 300, 350,000 cars a year. And so... On the sales side of that, you know, we sell cars, obviously through the wholesale auction houses, but equally we have our own Hertz uh, used car retail network 
We also sell cars through Carvana and otherwise. And so we use a variety of different channels. And so people can, you know, uh, buy any, any Hertz uh, used car through those various channels, including, again, the Hertz retail network. So what you're telling me is if I play my cards right and wait about a year, I can get a great used Tesla from Hertz. Well, I, I suspect that electric vehicles will have a longer uh, uh, life at Hertz than combustion engine cars. It's actually quite interesting. You know, before COVID, for most gas-driven automobiles, we would hold a car 18 months or 36,000 miles as we wanted customers in new cars. Obviously, COVID and the, the, the lower supply of new cars sort of change that dynamic slightly. But enter the electric vehicle. You know, the electric vehicle without a transmission, without oil change, without all of the mechanics of a combustion engine car holds the promise of staying in our fleet and feeling rather new for a long period of time. And, you know, we're obviously in the early days of this, but I could see us keeping those cars much, much longer. So the development of a used car market around electric vehicles may take some time to develop. I hear you. So I should, I, so basically I should put in my order now. Put your order in now and we'll put a star <laughs> next to your name and just make sure we, uh, we take good care of you. <laughs> but the bottom line is, it's really, everything's changed in the car rental business now. You're holding on to cars longer. Uh, you're still trying to figure out your supply chain issues in certain markets. And at the same time, you're changing what you're offering. I mean, it's not just, you know, one size fits all. Uh, are you still doing the classic cars? Are you still doing the sports cars? Oh yeah. I mean, around the world, you can find some really uh, neat, cool, interesting cars. If your preference is for a muscle car to drive the California coast, you know, we can find you a Mustang or a Shelby or another convertible uh, to sort of really get you out there on the road. If you're heading to Europe, Particularly if, for example, you're going to Italy, we have something called the Italian Collection, which is all about Maseratis and and the like. And so you name your preference for the area you're going, whether it's summer or winter, the U.S. or Europe, we'll find you the right car. And there's plenty of cool cars out there. My thanks to Stephen. Arnie Weissman was slated to take the next ride on the Titan submarine when the mission was scrubbed. Talk about a near-death experience. And the next mission was the sub's final tragic dive. He lived to tell the tale, and also about some important lessons learned. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I think it would be important to talk about your experiences, Arnie. So welcome to the show. And you know, I remember talking to you when you were up there and you were hoping to, be, you know, to get on board the sub, but you had weather issues. Uh, other things had to be aborted. Tell me about that. Sure. <clears throat> so the way OceanGate first got in touch with me is they just sent me kind of a cold press release about uh, a product they had for the travel industry that you could take a submarine down to or a submersible down to see the wreck of the Titanic. So I had never received anything like this before. I contacted them, uh, did a Zoom with Stockton Rush and his wife, Wendy, uh, about what they do. I and Stockton, didn't do a whole Stockton article. Rush was the CEO. Right. And the, and the designer and pilot of the Titan. And uh, I included them in an article, not an article just about them, but uh, they contacted me again and said, hey, how would you like to join us in one of, the, one of our missions? Not, they, they said, we can't promise that you'll get a dive, but you'll see what's going on. You'll stay on the support ship for eight days. And maybe if there's room, We'll get you on the sub, take you down. So I thought, great, this sounds like a a great story. So I flew out to St. John's and uh, joined them on the Polar Prince, which is their support vehicle. Uh, They were still working on it. There were some things that throughout the time I was there, they were always working on the sub. It was never quite, there's an endless checklist they went through every morning. And, uh, but I arrived on a Friday, we left Saturday morning from St. John's and, uh, Sunday night they said, looks like the weather looks like everything is good for a dive on Tuesday. And Arnie, you're going to be among those in the dive. It'll be the first dive of the year. And so I was very excited. Um, as the time went on, I I noticed two things about Stockton Rush, the CEO. He was on one hand. I felt a great team leader. Uh, every morning, we were. he was very careful to go through everything that needed to be done with the team, uh, very encouraging, very encouraging them to stop, pause, make sure they got everything right, make sure everything was going to go well. And then there was another side of Stockton, which I saw one night, invited me to join him on the back, on the stern of the ship, uh, and have a cigar. Now, I don't smoke cigars, but as a journalist, if the subject you're going to be writing about invites you to have a little time alone, you do it. So we went out in the back of the stern, and he told me his life story. And one of the things that he said that was concerning was that he said he got a discount on the carbon fiber, which was used on the hull of the ship. And uh, this was a, a very... In his words, a a big innovation. It was cheaper and lighter than titanium, which was typically used. Um, But the fact that he got it for a discount because he said that uh, Boeing could no longer use this for uh, aircraft because it had aged out. And so, (laughs) Arnie, I got to tell you a story, and it's a very well-known story in aerospace. It was when John Glenn was, was the first astronaut to actually orbit the Earth for the United States. And as he was going on his second orbit, NASA asked him a question 
from ground control, and they forgot to leave the to turn the mic off, and everybody could hear the everybody could hear the answer. They said, "Hey, John, how's it going up there?" And John Glenn, as he was starting his third orbit around the Earth, said, "You know, it gives me a great feeling of comfort knowing that every single component part of this of this satellite was built by the lowest bidder." <laughs> and you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. We talk about composite materials. Uh, because they're used on the 787, they're used on the Airbus 350, and we've seen time and time again, with age, they delaminate, they weaken. It's a big issue with the Airbus 350, it's a huge issue with the 787, it hasn't been fully litigated yet, but we are aware of it, and so now he's boasting to you that he got, uh, you know, basically past shelf life materials. Yeah, and he, you know, and he said, because I did ask him about it, that, uh, oh, they set the date way before uh, it is really not, uh, that there's, before there's going to be any problem, and went on to say that NASA and Boeing and the University of Washington had all been involved in the testing uh, of this. So there were a couple of things. that I mean, I, I, He's got an aerospace engineering degree. Uh, on board was, was uh, P.H. Narjolet, who is been down to the Titanic 37 times. So Arnie, you had all these people players, you had a pilot, you had the CEO, and you were being listed, which, I mean, with no due disrespect to you, as a mission specialist. Yes, yes, mission specialists are essentially the guests who either they've invited or paid $250,000 or whatever price they could negotiate to go down in the sub. And the mission specialists actually had had to mandatory attend all the meetings for the crew. Uh, we were given jobs uh, equal to our ability. So in my case, I was a gopher. And as part of that team, they that's when you find out you're going to go. So I'm told the night before I'm supposed to dive about the question about the carbon fiber. And I still feel reassured just because 28 people last year did this, went down and came up alive. And there's an, there are experts who are very experienced. And I think, okay, I can, I can go on this. I don't feel that insecure. But the weather turns. So the dive is scrubbed. More work is done on the sub. There are some other problems having to do with the fact that the tub is being so uh, towed on a platform behind the ship that uh, created all sorts of delayed other things. But I'm told Thursday looks good. Weather looks good on Thursday. Uh, the weather changes. This is the North Atlantic where you've got a lot of things going on. The Gulf Stream is mixing with the cold ocean water, so there's a lot of fog and rain. And these things uh, can make the, scrub the dive. So it got scrubbed again. Finally, uh, we have to go to we have to go back to St. John's, and they said, "Look, I'll we'll give you a consolation dive." They didn't use those words, but that's how I looked at it. We're going to go into a bay. It's it's likely to be good weather, good uh, sea condition. Go down 300 feet. That didn't happen. They were still working on the sub. You know, this is just a story of where I thought what I thought was bad luck turned out to be from you know from my perspective. I'm alive and talking to you today you because are. that would have been the first dive of the year. And there were no more dives until the fatal dive. Every dive for the next three weeks was scrubbed because of weather. You know, what's really interesting here, Arnie, is that I had been on a sub about two weeks earlier uh, in the, the Great Lakes, actually in Lake Huron, 
we did not go down 13,000 feet. We went down a couple of hundred feet to the bottom of Lake Huron. But that vehicle had been inspected, had been certified by the U.S. Coast Guard as completely safe to take passengers. That gave us all a feeling of comfort. Uh, I've been on other subs before, but this particular one, a true feeling of comfort. This sub that you almost went on was not certified at all. It was still considered an experimental craft, had not been inspected or certified. And I can only tell you from, from knowing the Coast Guard the way that I do, that the liability issues here are stratospheric. Because if you take somebody for a hire, it's one thing if you go out and buy a boat for yourself and go sail it around, and if you hit something, it's your problem. But if you take people for a hire and you go around and you hit something, you might as well declare bankruptcy and leave the country. Um, that's how serious this is. So for them to charge $250,000 a passenger and not, and not be certified, yes, you are one lucky individual, Mr. Weissman. Yeah. It's interesting because I think Stockton Rush, the CEO, in some ways is an American archetype. He's an innovator. He's an entrepreneur. And like innovators, he has a, he, a disregard for what has come before because he thinks he knows better. Very, very confident, perhaps overconfident. Well, not just perhaps overconfident. And overconfidence was literally his fatal flaw. My thanks to Arnie and to Stephen Scherr. And my thanks to you for listening to this Ion Travel podcast. For more conversations with the world's leaders in travel, as well as answers to your travel questions, be sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. And for all the breaking travel news, and there's so much of it these days, you know what to do. Just log on to petergreenberg.com. The Ion Travel Podcast is produced by Amanda Morris and Anthony Protis Chung. For more content from Peter Greenberg and the Ion Travel team, visit petergreenberg.com. Ion Travel is a production of CBS News Radio. If you like Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey. 1 2 3 4. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.